welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Jesus, recovering family, recovering relationships in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we give you praise and glory. Throughout this year, it will be victory. Not because of you, but because of what Jesus has done. Throughout this year, it will be victory for you. In the name of Jesus, it'll be victory all around, overwhelming victory as God's servant has declared. Because Jesus is alive. <laughs> That's why we dance on an empty grave. Because of the victory we have in Him. Father, we are grateful. Blessed be your name. We receive your word, O oh God, with meekness. Let the entrance of your word bring light and illumination, clarity and understanding to every simple heart here. Make our hearts simple to receive, Father, in the name of Jesus. Satan has no authority here. In the name of Jesus, your word has free course in this house and everyone connected online. We declare in the name of Jesus, let that word permeate every heart and bring in life to every soul in the name of Jesus. Burdens are lifted. Yokes are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because there is supernatural grace released here today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Come on, welcome someone. Say Happy New Year and you may have your sin in God's presence. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the month of January. It's our month of purpose in the ministry. And... This month, we will be looking at paths and purpose. Paths and purpose. Let me quickly remind everyone, um, God's servant, Dr. K, the president over this ministry, declared over us for 2022 five key things. One of them is that in 2022, you will experience recovery. You will experience release. You will have Goshen experience. You will have all-round victory. And then there will be overwhelming breakthroughs. One of the things I like to do with um, the word of God spoken is that I like to take that word and I like to chew it. I like to eat it. I like to own it. I like it to become my word. I like it to become personal to me. I like to take the word and run with the word. Allow the spirit of God to begin to interpret what each of those phrases mean to me personally. Not just what um, a man of God has declared, but what it means to me personally. So I like to take that word and I make it my word. I take the word and make it personal. Alright, I get personal. 
personal with it. So I begin to ask God, where and how will my recovery come? Where and how will my release come? Where and how will I have Goshen experience? Where and how will I have all-round victory? Where and how will I have overwhelming breakthroughs? What do I need to do to have overwhelming breakthroughs? What do I need to do to have uh, all-round victory everywhere? And I begin to look at different areas of my life. I look at my finances. I look at marriage. I look at relationships I have with people. I look at business. I look at career. I say, okay, God, what do you want me to do here? What do you want me to do there? So that I can begin to enjoy these things. Just the fact that the man of God has declared doesn't mean I can go to bed. No, I will take that word declared and I will make it personal. Okay, I will search the scriptures. I will pray. I will fast. I will do everything I need to do because I want that word to come to pass. I want the word to work in my life so that he said it alone is not enough. Okay, one can say, well, maybe the man of God is not powerful enough. That's why the word is not working. But you don't understand. Maybe you are not sensitive enough to know what God is asking you to do about the word that that is powerful that has been spoken over your life that you're doing nothing about and then you're not getting the result that you desire but i'm wise enough to know that if god has said it that means that's his mind come on is someone hearing me if god has said it that's his thought that's what he's thinking so i'm imagining god coming into 2022 and he says dr k you 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 got some people together you call them king's word and they were raising a supernatural army let me show you what i have in mind for them and dr k comes in the presence of god and he says for these people they will have recovery he says really he says yes they will have recovery why did God specifically say recovery because he has seen 2022 and said okay for this set of people under this anointing under this grace that worship in this assembly that come in this area I've seen their 2022 they will need recovery and for some people he said they will need a release so under this anointing that's how the word is flowing the word is not for everyone the word is not for Nigeria the word is not for Africa the word is for the people who are called to raise a supernatural army so the question you need to ask yourself is that am I identified with that calling am I identified with that grace am I under that covering such that this word will work for me come on are you hearing me so I take the word personal I go to God what you told my father that there will be a release what you told my father that there will be a recovery what you told my father that I will have overwhelming victory and I will have breakthroughs everywhere I've come to ask you how do I make that happen how do I make every month in the year a victorious month how do I make every month in the year full of recovery full of release how do I make every month have a Goshen experience and I go to God with that question and then God begins to tell me this is the path and this is the purpose because he's not asking me to have a recovery because he just feels like there is a purpose to it and he's not telling me that there'll be a release because he feels like there is a purpose to it and because there is a purpose to it there is a pathway to that release there's a pathway to that purpose there's a pathway to having Goshen experience come on are you hearing me there is a pathway that you will have overwhelming victory in 2022 but you can take it lightly and the year will just go like that and nothing will happen nothing significant about I don't know but if you're like me I don't take things like that lightly I go before him and said I must have Goshen experience I must by must have total recovery I need you to explain to me what you mean by recovery because if you're telling me you're going to recover things God I'm telling you I lost 10 million recovery is 20 million are you hearing me God we are negotiating because I want to I want to understand if you are telling me recovery are you telling me that more than the 10 million you will give me 20 because if that's not what you're saying then God and you're not talking is someone hearing me 
So you don't go to God and begin to, uh, well, it may happen, it may not happen. No, if he has said it, then he will do it. Except he's not the one that said it. So I go to him with the assurance that the word he has spoken over my life will come to pass. So when he says, I will have Goshen experience, I ask him, please explain to me. What do you mean by Goshen experience? Because when I read the Bible and I see Goshen experience, some people did not have light, but some people had light in the same country. Come on, are you hearing me? Ah, in the same community, in the same company, somebody's earning three times more than his boss. Are you hearing me? In the same organization, that's Goshen experience. So it means that God is saying in the same locality where you find yourself you will have extra modern people they will not have light but you will have light they may not be getting jobs but you will get jobs they may not be getting contracts but you will get contracts Goshen experience so I need him to explain to me what did you tell my father in the Lord that I will have overwhelming victories come on if you are telling me that it means that my victory will cut across bounds and leaps. My victory will cut across boundaries. There will not be any limitation to my victory anywhere. That's what you are telling me. So I'm not taking the year lightly. I'm running in the air knowing that there is an agenda that is beyond me that I'm running with. I did not ask to come into 2022. You kept me alive. And brought me into the year. If you did so, you have a plan. What is the plan? I will not just exist like every other person. No. I will not just do the same thing I did in 2021. No. You brought me here for a reason. You brought me, you saved me. I mean, accidents and stuff. Some of you flew left, right and center. Drove. God kept you. Did he just keep you so that you can be enjoying black suits? No. He kept you for a reason. Come on. And that reason has Goshen experience. That reason has recovery. That reason has release. Come on, are you hearing me? That reason is, has overwhelming victory everywhere. That reason is full of it. So when I take that reason and I go to him, I now begin to ask, how will the year be? How will it be? What is the path? What is the purpose? Where do I go? How do I go? What do I do? Who do I walk with? What are the things that I should do? Because all those things are the things that lead you to victory. They are the things that lead you to recover. I will not just sit down in my house and say, recover, 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 recover. No, when I have done that, he will say, now rise up. Go to so and so. Do this, do that. That do this and do that is your path. That's the that's your planning. If you do not get that instruction, 2022 will come December. You'll be saying, God, why is my life like this? Why is my life like this? So all through this month, I want to take us step by step. Principles on how to navigate new territories. How do I, when I've come into it, how many of you have been to 2022 before? No, Ma, have you been to 2022 before? perhaps you have been here before you tell us we've not been here before but someone has been here someone knows 
He knows. That's why he said recovery. He knows. That's why he said release. He knows. That's why he said Goshen experience. He knows all these things. He's been here before. He knows the end from the beginning. He has seen the end December 31st, 2022 from the beginning of January. So if he knows, is it not wisdom to ask him? Why would you run your year with assumption? Why would you run your year with just mere wishful thinking? No. It's wisdom to ask him. I say, how is this thing done? I can't get stuck. Not because I don't get stuck. But because I know how to ask questions. I get stuck a lot. But I come out because I know how to ask questions. And I ask the right questions. And I stay there till I get an answer. I don't ask the question and walk away and say, when you're ready, you tell me. No. I'm here. I'm waiting for the answer. I'm waiting for the answer. There are principles to navigate in new territories. Turn your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 1. I'll lay foundation today and then we continue. Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 1. It says, from verse 4. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. So here is Jeremiah having come into the world. So here is you coming into the year 2022. And God is saying, before you came into this year, I knew you. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before the year 2022 came, I knew it. And I put you in that year for a reason. I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now look at Jeremiah's response. He says, Ah, then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a youth. Many times, we come to God with our weaknesses. As if he did not know that we have those weaknesses. We try to give him an excuse as if he does not know that those excuses were there in the first place. See, I've said it many times. You don't need a history of foolishness to communicate wisdom. Say, Pastor, you don't know what I have been through. See, I don't need to know what you've been through. I only need to know that you are here on it. Anybody that is here on it has been through things. If I give every one of us the microphone, by the time four or five people talk, some people will not want to talk because they say, ah, I just say I get problem. Okay. Middle name that problem. I don't need a history of foolishness to communicate wisdom. I don't need to tell you my weakness and my pain before you will appreciate the grace of God. I, are you hearing me? Pain is pain. Weakness is weakness. What you've suffered is what you've suffered. What makes the difference is not what you've suffered. What makes the difference is the victory in Christ Jesus. So why should I be sympathetic? Permit that word. 
Or why should I condone your excesses so that I can now accept Jesus because of it? No. I need to see Jesus for Jesus through you. So when you talk about him, not about yourself, I will see him. Because there is nothing you want to tell me that you've been through that he did not go through. Come on. And that he went through more. So how many of you have been nailed to the cross? How many of you have had a thorn of, of, of crown put on your head? How many of you have been stripped and beaten that your flesh is pulling out from your skin? How many of you have been lied on to the point of death yet you uttered not a word? Yes, Pastor. Yeah. Are you being insensitive about what we are going through? I'm not being insensitive. But what I'm telling you is that what you are going through is not enough. Or it's not more than what Jesus went through. So if Jesus' story can bring me victory, I need his story from you. Not your story. I need to see Jesus through you. I don't need to see uh, uh, it the other way. No. It's not the ideology or theology of men. It's the ideology of Christ. He's the center figure. He's the real deal. You and I are not the real deal. So God was telling Jeremiah here that look, there is something ahead of you. But Jeremiah was referring, he said, I cannot speak. I am a youth bringing his limitation before the purpose of God bringing his weaknesses before the assignment of God God knew you before this year came he said but the Lord said do not say I am a youth say for you shall go to all to whom I send you and whatever I command you you shall speak do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Are you not amazed that God did not say, I have changed your speech? That now you can speak. Because his problem was that he's a youth. He can't speak. Did God suddenly change his youth? No. He sent his word. He said, I have put my word in that limitation. I have put my word in that situation. I have put my word in that thing that seems that you cannot rise above it. My word is the changing factor. Jesus is the changing factor. I don't need a history of foolishness to communicate wisdom. No. The foolishness may remain, but the moment Christ shows up, it swallows up everything. Because his wisdom personified. So when he shows up, he swallows everything. So let me shock you. God may not change some things you are asking him to change. He will just show up. He said, I'm but a youth. I cannot speak. He said, don't say. He said, your path, your path is not to say that you are a youth. My path is to put my word in your mouth. Why is that? Because the purpose of my word being in your mouth is beyond you. That's the first principle. Know that it is not about you. In the first place, how do I navigate new territories? I know that it is not about me. Why? Because I did not get there by myself. 
Someone sent me. Someone preserved me. Someone kept me so that I can get into that space. So I didn't get there by myself. Someone guided me, directed me, led me to that point. So the first principle is that it is not about me. So Jeremiah was concerned that look, if you consider me, if you see my, my uh, uh, I don't know how to talk like Pastor Paul. I don't need, I don't know, have those big, big grammar. You know, me, I would just say, you know, I'm born again. You go born again now. Give Jesus the life. And they will not answer me. He says, look, it's not like that. It's if I put my word in your mouth and you open your mouth and my word comes out. When they hear my word, they listen. They listen. So the most important thing is that my word is in your mouth. The most important thing is that I've given a word that it will be a year of recovery for you. The most important thing is that I've given a word that it will be a year of release and you will have Goshen experience. That's the most important thing. I have given my word. It's not about you, Jeremiah. It's not about you. So the earlier you realize that this year, 2022, is not about you. And that it's about what God has in mind for the year. And how you play your part in that plan. How you play your part in that plan. That's what matters. What makes a people relevant? It's not because they have it all. It's because they are connected to a bigger plan. This world, everything is looped. Ecclesiastes says that everything has, there's nothing that, um, that is new anymore. There's nothing new under the sun. So everything is like a circle, like a loop. It keeps going and going and going. Those people who are relevant are the ones who have identified what their role is in that loop. And then they plug themselves to it. The moment they are plugged to it, they continually become relevant in life. There was a famous footballer that was asked the question. He said, why is it that you score more goals than most people? He said, everybody runs to where the ball is. Me, I run to where the ball is going. I can't remember his name now. The Messiah of Emmanuel. He said, everybody runs to where the ball is, but I run to where the ball is going. In your industry, what's the next big thing? If you've not done any research to know what's happening in your industry, in your field, the next big thing, what's, what's going on, you will not be relevant. When new ideas come out, you'll be obsolete. And then you'll be wondering, ah, did God not say again that I will have release? He has said so. But you've missed out on your path so your path is that do not say that you are a youth do not say that you are limited in this aspect do not say that you cannot have these things that have been spoken he said but I put my word in your mouth he said see in verse 10 I have set this day I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. He said, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? 
And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well. For I'm ready to perform my word. You see, he keeps talking about his word. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You will have situations and circumstances that will test your knowledge of that word. So he put him in a place and said, Jeremiah, what can you see? What can you see? In the midst of this situation, despite everything that I have said, that you will have recovery, and it's looking like you're not having any recovery. He says, what can you see? He said, God, true, true. There's no recovery anywhere. Ah, are you serious? True, true. There's no Goshen experience anywhere. But Jeremiah said, I know better now. The first time, he said, I'm a youth. But this time, he understands better. He said, I see an almond tree. And he said, you have seen well. Say, for I am ready to perform my word. You have seen well. Now I'm ready to perform my word. I said some time ago that any change that you see late, you come into a place and see that everything has changed. You are late. The people who are the true change makers are the ones who identify the change before they come before they come. So what's the first principle? Know that it's not about you. Second principle, have the ability to see change before it comes. Have the ability to see change before it comes. You see the change before it comes. How do you do it? There's research. There's study. Research and study. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 12. Ecclesiastes 1 12 says, I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all. That is done under heaven. It says this burdensome task. God has given to the sons of men. By which they may be exercised. By which they may be exercised. So God has given us the ability to research. God has given us the ability to study. I said to us that in this church. God said that this year. One of the things that will make a difference is that it's a year of self-development. Self-development. self In your field, you will not stay the same way. You will develop yourself. You will go for research. You will go for study. You will take courses. You will learn stuff. You will learn stuff. Because one of the ways recovery happened is that they identify something about you that they did not know before. Is someone hearing me? And for, for something about you to be identified that was not there before, it means you added skill. You've added skill. You've added skill. Okay, somebody comes into the company and he comes in as a receptionist. And as a receptionist, let's assume it's 2021. You come into that organization as a receptionist. Alright? 
And the end of 2021 came. And then now this 2022, and God's word over you is that there will be recovery, release, Goshen experience, and all that, and victories and everything. And then he now says to you, for you, there's self-development that needs to happen. And then you take that your receptionist status and you begin to do some research and study. And find maybe your, the company they're into some something, I don't know. And then you start studying about that thing the company is into and preparing yourself. And then one day, because that one day always come. Hmm. Oh, that one day always come. The company now says, ah, there's a problem somewhere. And they need somebody to solve it. And that's what God has told you to go and read. That's what God has told you to go and read. And then you are, you are there reading it. And then when it is time, you find yourself in the MD's office. And they were talking. I said, ah, sir, I think I know the solution. And then, say, oh, you know the solution? Oh, that, that's great, that's great. Okay, can you, can, you, can you do this? And then you do it. And I say, ah. He said, who is better to give this role to than Joseph? At that point, has recovery not happened? But sometimes we think that the MD will just wake up and go, who, 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 you, you, the Lord said to you, come, 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 become the assistant general manager. Without skill, no. no. But when you've developed yourself, it will be easy for God to communicate recovery. When you've researched, when you've, you've done some study, when you've done some, um, gotten some skills, when you've improved yourself, and God wants to communicate recovery, it will be easy. Many times we think that it is where we lost that God will recover. You are joking. You don't know the God I serve. It may be completely unrelated to what you lost. Completely unrelated. But if he says recovery, he will recover. If he says re restoration, he will restore. If he says release and caution, it will happen. But many times, we try to streamline it and, and condition God to a particular pattern that it must come like this. If it doesn't come like this, then it's not God. No, I must wake up in the night and be shaking. And I say, my son, my son, my son, go to Rumuda, stand at the middle of the road, shout three hallelujah. After you shout three hallelujah. And uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. No. It may be a simple thing as go to your boss and just give your boss a gift. Something as simple as that. Something as simple as that. It may be as something as simple as go to your boss and ask, sir, how is your wife? I heard she was sick. And uh, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? Something as simple as that. Very simple. But ask, how will my recovery come? How will my release come? How will my Goshen experience come? How will I have breakthrough? What are the things I need to do? Where is my own path that I need to follow? Because God already has his purpose. And he has said it from the beginning. That this is what you will experience throughout the year. But how will it come to me? What do I need to do? What's my path to take? When you ask questions like that. God begins to communicate to you. You've taken it personal. It's no longer a general word. 
It's no longer a general word. Glory to God. And he said, you have seen well, for I'm ready to perform my word. And then the word of the Lord came to me the second time, saying, what do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot and it is facing away from the north. God's plan, God's purpose cuts across your personal desire, what you want to achieve, how you want to achieve it. And God began to speak to Jeremiah here about a nation, about a people, what will happen to them, the families of the kingdom of the north, everything that will happen and all that, and the judgment of God, how it will happen in Judah and all those places and Jerusalem and stuff like that. It wasn't about Jeremiah. It was about God's plan. It was about what he wants to do. This year, make it about God. What he wants to do. How you play a role in what he wants to do. Don't map out a plan and then now force God to fulfill it. Take his plan and force yourself into it. You take his plan, force yourself. How do I fit into this plan? What's my role there? What do I need to do? Where is the path I need to take in the big purpose of God? Because at, in the first place, you didn't ask to be there. There's a reason for it. I'm not just a number or a figure, a census. No. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. So when you ask the right questions, you see that reason. Glory to God. Can you stand to your feet? Every prophecy, every word spoken is in line with God's purpose. Everything is in line with his purpose. What he wants done. How he wants it done. My job and your job is to find our path in that purpose and plug into it. The moment we do, everything begins to align. Everything begins to align. Lift your hands to heaven. Say, help me God. Help me God. There's a bigger picture. Just talk to him and say, Father, there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger picture. Help me to see that bigger picture. Beyond my limitations, beyond the fact that I cannot speak, help me to see a bigger picture. Help me to see things clearly. Help me to see, to see things clearly. Let it go beyond me, beyond what I want, beyond how it makes me feel. Beyond how it makes me feel. Let it go beyond all that. Let me come into a bigger picture. A bigger understanding and clarity. A bigger understanding and clarity. 
Lift your hands to heaven. I pray over you in the name of Jesus. I declare that every word that God has spoken over his servant, Dr. K, over this house, over this ministry, every prophetic declaration concerning this year, I pray in the name of Jesus, heaven will help you to locate your path in the name of Jesus. Your own role, what you need to do, how you need to do, when and with whom you need to do, heaven will help you locate it in the name of Jesus. I pray concerning you that this season will not be wasted. No seasons of your life will be wasted. In the name of Jesus, you will come into clarity on what you should do. In the name of Jesus, Mary told the servants, he said, whatever he says to do, do. I pray in the name of Jesus that when the instruction comes to do, you will have the strength to do. I say you will have the strength to do. In the name of Jesus, you will not question the rationale behind the doing. Whatever God instructs and lays in your heart to do this season, I pray you will have the insight, spiritual understanding to carry it out in the name of Jesus. For you to experience recovery, release, Goshen experience, overwhelming victory and all around breakthrough. The spiritual sensitivity that is required. I pray in the name of Jesus. It comes to you with ease in Jesus name. Throughout the season, every word spoken will work for you. Whatever you need to do to make it work for you grace will deliver to you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. You will run with this word and your testimonies will be alarming. In the name of Jesus. And whatever the plan of Satan is to rob you of the benefit of this prophecy, to rob you of the benefit of the words declared, I pray in the name of Jesus, such plans are thwarted in the name of Jesus. This season, every desire in your heart, every communication of the spirit, this season, everything that you have put in your heart as a desire to do, I ask that heaven will strengthen you and you will have the capacity in the name of Jesus. Every change that you need to make and that God is requiring of you this season, the strength to do it comes upon you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you praise. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Come on, put those hands together for him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.